With the world becoming increasingly unpredictable when it comes to your family's health, proactivity is key. The Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit contains eight essential medications like ivermectin, amoxicillin, and z Rest easy knowing that their chief medical team, including Dr. Peter McCullough, stand behind every kit. Visit twc.health slash Prager. Use the promo code Prager for an exclusive 10% discount. Don't take chances. Secure your family's health today with The Wellness Company. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for Dennis Prager. The number to call into the program, 1-8-Prager-776. That number again is 1-8-Prager-776 or 1-8-243-7776. All right, uh, I want to thank first off Dennis Prager and Sue for allowing me to sit behind their microphone and entrusting me behind their microphone. Has got my back right here at AM 950, the answer, Orlando.com, right here in Orlando, Florida. Sean McConnell is in my ear. I want to thank Alan Estrin uh, as well for uh, for allowing me as well to to sit in and contacting me. Who do we have uh, watching the lines there, Mr. McConnell? Tony is on the lines. Thank you, Tony. Good to see you. All right, the number to call in, 1-8-Prager. 776-18 Prager 776. I'm going to do things a little differently today. Of course, we'll touch some of the hot topics and uh, some of the leading headlines of, of today. But uh, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go somewhere else today, and 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 we'll bob and weave throughout the uh, throughout the program here. I I, I think I I want to start here. I I want to make some emphatic comments. And uh, I know a lot of people might not be comfortable with these comments, but by the end of the show, I hope and pray uh, that you will be and you will understand just how important they are because uh, there's a war that is occurring not just against Israel and Hamas or, dare I say, Israel and Iran, a, a war, sadly, that the United States government under the leadership of Joe Biden has helped to cultivate. And I say that uh, sadly, but I believe it to be true uh, with all of uh, of my heart. But there's a war that's taking place right here in the United States, and I believe that it's already begun. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, several issues, and honestly, we'll go throughout the entire three hours. They're not necessarily uh, going to be broken up, but we're going to talk about crime right here in the United States. We're going to talk about uh, the border problem. We're going to talk about the problem that is Islamist uh, Islamicism or Islamism or Islamic Jihad. Uh, we're going to talk about all of these issues because I think they're very, very, very important. But first, let me say this. Let me start off with this. Those many of you in the audience or many, many of you in the listening audience have been taught to believe that diversity is our strength uh, when it comes to America. That is a damn lie. Uh, diversity is not our strength. 
uh, diversity will be our downfall. Now, if you're talking about diversity as far as the brain, you know, is, is, is concerned, that would be one thing. But unfortunately, when it comes to DEI, uh, that's not ex- that's not what we're experiencing today. DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion, CRT, all of that racist bullcrap uh, that is taking us down. That is identity politics. What that has caused us to do is to divide on issues that we shouldn't be divided against. Let me say this. Uh, even if you were an anti-Semite, if, even if you are an anti-Semite, even if you're a bigot uh, and I, uh, you're a despicable person in that sense, in my opinion, we all should be able to agree that when it comes to, uh, let's say, and listen, I, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to hold any punches. So parents, for those of you parents that are listening in. Um, I'm going to describe some of the things that we know took place uh, in Israel at the hands of Hamas. Uh, And so I just want to brace you. uh, And this might be a recurring theme throughout the show. Uh, So if you have little ears around, I want you to brace them. I am a Christian, so I will try to watch my mouth. But I'm going to shoot straight with you. I'm going to shoot straight with you. And I believe that you deserve nothing less than for me to to shoot straight uh, straight with you. Uh, but we used to believe at least that when it came to, let's say, rape, you know, uh, killing women and children, beheading people, uh, that should be a line that I think we all can agree uh, that we should not cross. Right. I, I, I think we at least in the United States of America, we used to believe that those things were evil. Right. I mean, anti-Semitism is evil. But we understand that there's going to be bigots uh, if you don't act on your be, uh, on, on your beliefs when it comes to that. OK, listen, it's a free country. I can't stand you, but it's a free country. But now we seem to have, quote unquote, Americans that are Hamas sympathizers, that are terrorist sympathizers, uh, and they don't belong here. They don't belong here, in my opinion. They're anti-American. So I'm here to say diversity is not our strength. That's total BS. It's going to be our downfall. And the left is specifically and intentionally focusing on issues that will divide us. This is dangerous. Let me tell you some of the things that should happen. I'm going to talk about, man, I got so much, it's insane. Uh, But I'm going to talk about the 1965 Immigration and Nationality Act. Uh, how stupid that was and how that's coming to bite us in the butt. Another thing that the uh, Democrats embraced uh, because they were losing the vote. That's part of the reason and why they finally embraced or they 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 tried to leave their racism in the past and tried to project it onto Republicans. Uh, so we'll talk about that a little bit. I want to talk about the warfare that is immigration. A lot of people are thinking of war in conventional ways, and we should be right. Uh, we should be on our guard. Uh, but I'm going to talk to you about the uh, the warfare by immigration, the warfare that is our immigration system, the warfare that is our open borders. Also, I'm going to talk to you about popping caps. We're going to talk about the Second Amendment. We're going to talk about the lies that the vice president, Kamala Harris, was spewing last week when uh, when she was in whatever the, the press conference that she gave with the Australian prime minister. I got some uh, I got some numbers for you and the numbers and the things that she was saying were just uh, just a complete and utter lie. That lady, I I, I hate to say it because I don't want to be mean, uh, but the truth of the matter is that lady is dumber than a box of rocks, and she has no business being uh, vice president of the United States. Now, Joe Biden is almost equally uh, as um, as dumb, but I don't even think he's as dumb as her, despite the fact that, in my opinion, uh, the man has dementia. This is one of these 
left-wing people and Vice President Kamala Harris uh, that has literally, I believe, been trained up in some of her thinking without really thinking about it, if you will. Let me tell you where we should start when it comes to immigration. And we'll we'll get into this and we'll get into the war by immigration. We'll get into this nonsense about the Australian buyback program and how it allegedly saved lives and reduced the numbers of gun ownership. All of this is a complete and utter lie. That's all the left do. They lie, they lie, they lie, they lie while they destroyed the country. And if you hate America and if you're pro-Palestinian, which means pro-Hamas, I can't stand you behind and I hope you leave the country. Move to Gaza. I hear there's an excellent fireworks show happening uh, there right now that you could be a part of. All right. So merit based immigration. I want to talk about that. Merit based immigration. Uh, We need to move back to a merit based immigration. And this is very important. This is crucial for our survival. Sadly, I don't think any American president has done it effectively. Um, in quite some time, we had a more a moratorium, uh, and then with the immigration uh, and nas- with the immigration and, and 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 nationality act of 1965, we destroyed that, and we began to destroy America. Democrats d- began to destroy America. Here's where we should be. Here's what we should be doing. All right. So currently, as it stands right now, as it stands right now, we allow 1.1, approximately 1.1 illegal. I'm sorry legal immigrants into the country annually, all right? We're going to have to change that makeup due to what Joe Biden has done, the the open borders, because I'm telling you, guys, there's a war of immigration that is taking place. And while we sit here and we watch for, we wait for the beheadings and we, uh, we wait for the mass shootings and all of this kind of stuff, I'm telling you, we are already at war. And China is at the helm. A lot of these countries in the Middle East, exception being Israel, are useful idiots for China. They don't realize that yet, uh, but they will someday. They will someday. Russia Russia also. They will someday. Uh, They'll realize it that they're they're useful idiots for China. But currently we allow in, again, approximately 1.1 legal immigrants into the United States. The makeup of that is going to have to change. We'll we'll talk about that. And and I'm sorry, I think there's going to have to be a moratorium on that. At the very least, I believe we're going to have to cut those numbers in half until we can control uh, the immigration process that that doesn't seem to exist right now. I mean, these open borders are absolutely scary to me. This is the biggest threat. This is the biggest threat hitting the United States of America, the home front. We talk about the fentanyl crisis and all these things. I've talked about how the left is trying to depopulate America. Perhaps I'll I'll reintroduce you to that to some extent. Uh, But our open borders is a war that is being waged on us. And sadly, we have a United States government under the leadership of a Joe Biden that is participating uh, and it's sad. So that's going to have to be cut down. I want either that number cut in half or I want a total moratorium for seven to 10 years. We'll be talking about that uh, after the break. I got some other recommendations that need to happen right away when it comes to the border if we're going to start saving this country. But we need some strong men and women that are willing to do it. Carl Jackson and for Dennis Prager, we'll be back in a few. (laughs) 
Gold dealers are a dime a dozen. They're everywhere. What sets these companies apart and whom can you really trust? This is Dennis Prager for AmFed Coin and Bullion. My choice for buying precious metals. When you buy precious metals, it's imperative that you buy from a trustworthy and transparent dealer that protects your best interests. So many companies use gimmicks to take advantage of inexperienced gold and silver buyers. Be cautious of brokers offering free gold and silver or brokers that want to sell you overpriced collectible coins, claiming they appreciate more than gold and silver. What about hidden commissions and huge markups? Nick Grovich and his team at AmFed always have your back. I trust this man. That's why I mentioned him by name. Nick's been in this industry over 42 years, and he's proud of providing transparency and fair pricing to build trusted relationships. If you're interested in buying or selling, call Nick Grovich and his team at AmFed Coin and Bullion, 800-221-7694. AmericanFederal.com. AmericanFederal.com. All right, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. Such an honor to be sitting uh, behind Dennis's microphone. I mean, uh, I, I adore the man. Uh, he's absolutely brilliant, and, and we all should look up to him, frankly. Hat tip, Breitbart, the Pentagon, the Pentagon says the U.S. military launched airstrikes early Friday on two locations in eastern Syria linked to Iran's Revolutionary Guard Corps. So the U.S. strikes Iran-linked sites in Syria in retaliation for the attacks on U.S. troops um, earlier or last week. Isn't this amazing? Isn't this amazing? So the U.S. military launched the airstrikes early Friday on two locations in eastern Syria. Uh, it linked to Iran's Revolutionary Guard Corps, the Pentagon said, in retaliation for a slew of drone and missile attacks against U.S. bases and personnel in the region that began early last week. Man, I wonder if they could have afforded those drones had Biden not paid for them. Isn't it amazing how we've come full circle uh, with the the disaster that was the Afghanistan withdrawal with the Taliban now running uh, Afghanistan? Eighty five billion dollars approximately in military equipment uh, that we left behind that could be re- reverse engineered by China were the Taliban to sell it to China. And let's assume uh, that they did. I mean, it's 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 phenomenal. It's amazing. We wouldn't be in the predicament that we are in were it not for Biden and the Democrats that voted for Joe Biden. And yes, I'm going to say that often. (laughs) I'm going to say that loudly. Uh, If you're wondering what's happening around the world, if you're seeing the uh, what what appears to be, I, I mean, the beginning steps, Lord willing, I hope that I'm wrong. I hope this does just end up being a move between uh, between Israel and Iran and their proxies in Hamas and Hezbollah. Uh, but let's not be naive. There's going to be a lot of leaders around the world that are looking at this decrepit uh, dementia patient that are in the White House, and they're saying, now is the time to make my move. And we have to wonder if those moves are not only going to reshift uh, reshift political allies and, uh, and, 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 and adversaries around the, uh, around the globe. We, I, I, it, it, it's insane. We simply don't know what's going to happen. But I can tell you what we need to do to start protecting our own uh, border and and to get ready for the fight. By the way, we'll be sharing as well, if I can get to it, ways that you need to prepare for a terrorist attack uh, because it's going to happen. And and again, I think there's a war that is already being waged. I want to I want to be clear, an unconventional war of sorts where the ground troops are amassing their their soldiers around us and we have. Uh, an administration and the White House that is fully complicit. 
Either either they're they're either they're stupid or they're complicit. Either way, we're in danger. We're in danger. And it's very, very important. There's a piece, too, that I'm going to want to share by Ann Coulter. She wrote a fabulous piece last week. But I do want to get back to this immigration issue because I believe it's important. Girl, are you a racist? Are you a bigot? No, no, I'm I'm an American. I'm an American. Uh, Guys, we're we're not a nation of immigrants. Uh, This diversity, equity, inclusion, bullcrap. We're a nation of, uh, you know, diversity. We're strengthened by diversity. Uh, That's all bullcrap. That a lot of these college elites that uh, that have taught many of their students that have come through that don't have real world experience. That's just total bullcrap. All right. I'm sorry. Diversity does not make America stronger. Diversity makes America weaker. Diversity in thought and thinking. Sure. Where we can debate, go back and forth. That's not what the left is talking about. They love their people groups. They love the LGBTQ barbecue community. Uh, They love dividing men and women. You name it. They love dividing people because the left loves chaos. And what happens is, and sadly, we're starting to see this occur within the Republican Party, too. It's gotten so divisive within the Republican Party. I'm not even sure that we can win 2024. A lot of ignoramuses within the Republican Party. I'm so tempted to leave. You cannot believe it. Um, But I'm not even convinced that we want to win 2024, to be frank with you. But all right. But having but having said that, we've gotten so divided, so divided that we're giving the elites exactly what they want, what they want. And so I'm like, can we at least. Can we at least unite here? We need to seal up these freaking borders. I'm sorry. I I appreciate that there's a lot of people that want to come to America legally, but you're going to have to be punished uh, because of the sins of the Biden administration letting people in illegally. So we've got 1.1 approximately million people coming into this country uh, every year. Uh, I want to ramp that back. I want that cut in half or I want a moratorium. And frankly, I would I would prefer a moratorium on illegal immigration, seven to 10 years, whatever it takes us to make up this amount. And I want the people that have come in in the last couple of years deported. Full stop. Full stop. All right. For the Ilhan Omars and all these people that think America is evil. Why the hell would you want people to come to this country if it's so evil? Except that there's a plan. I want the uh, I want the visa overstays. They need to be deported. Uh, That's something that a lot of people don't consider. But even visa overstays, those are, that's a way in which a lot of people come into this country. They stay in this country. We don't search for them in places like Australia, New Zealand. Uh, if you're there on a visa, a work visa of any sort, uh, the day that they're the day of uh, the day that your visa is up or perhaps the day before they are knocking at your door, making sure that you're packing and ready to leave. We need to do the same thing. I really don't give a flip what your skills are at this point. I, I, I really don't. I really don't. Uh, Merit based job related uh, reasons. When Trump was in office, this is one of the things that Trump said he wanted to do, unfortunately. And I got to find the quote. He literally said at the time, well, this is something we could work on after the 2020 election. Unfortunately, the left beat him to it. That is why when you have power, when you're in office, you better use it. You don't wait for jack crap. You use it. You use it. We can never make those mistakes again. The executive orders. Great. We need legislation. And you use that power and you don't take I, you. You I mean, you twist, you twist ankles, you twist knuckles, you twist elbows. You do whatever you got to do to use power. That is the difference between the right and the left. The right is willing to wait for elections, but the left, even when they lose elections, they seem to win because their agenda always moves forward. It's amazing to me.
So, but at the time, Trump said, listen, this merit-based thing, when it comes to job-related reasons, let's grow that. Right now, uh, 12% of the people come into this country that's merit-based, job-related reasons. Let's, let's jump that up to 57%. And I do appreciate that. We didn't get it done. We should have gotten it done. Family-based immigration currently makes up two-thirds of all immigration. Uh, that would need to decrease, sadly, maybe to one-third. And again, I would prefer a moratorium. But at least we got to start somewhere. When it comes to asylum or diversity visas, uh, they would have to be decreased by more than half. Right now, they stand at about 22% of immigration. That's legal immigration, by the way. Uh, that needs to be cut down to 10%. Again, um, again, with the caveat that I would prefer a full-out moratorium for the next 7 to 10 years. It just has to stop. We've learned what diversity is, and unfortunately, what these elites have been telling our children that are going to these elite colleges uh, and universities, and even not, not even just the elites. I don't care if you go to community college nowadays. The stuff that they're teaching in these schools are just loony, and these people are graduating and running our country. This is Carl Jackson in for the uh, great Dennis Prager. We'll be back in a few pretty soon. We'll be. Uh, I got so much more to get to. It's insane. Stay tuned. Mike Lindell has a passion to help you get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop at the pillow. Mike also created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. These sheets look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep, which is crucial for overall health. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's latest deal is the sale of the year for a limited time. You'll receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets, marking prices down as low as $29.98, depending on the size. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Podcasts Square, and use the promo code Prager. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, MyPillow kitchen towel sets, and so much more. Call 800-761-6302 or go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code Prager. Hi, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for Dennis Prager. If I could convince you guys to uh, follow me on social media, uh, that would be great. Honestly, guys, I do slave labor when I leave uh, talk radio. Uh, so if you want to help me get out of slave labor, one of the ways in which you can help me do it is to follow me on all things social media, Twitter and Instagram at Carl Jackson Show or at the Carl Jackson Show. The numbers matter. Uh, that is part of the business. Sometimes I feel uncomfortable talking about that, but it's part of the business. And and and, and one of the ways in which we're able to make a living, uh, even though I'm not completely there yet, frankly, is when you guys follow us on social media, eventually that'll add up to ad dollars uh, and that'll help a brother make a living. So I'm just being completely real and open with you. So if you would bother to follow me on social media, I would be uh, I would be so grateful uh, if you would do so. Callers, I see you out there. Tom and Jim, don't go anywhere. I will get to you in uh, shortly here. The number to call into the program, 1-8-Prager-776. That is 1-877-243-7776. Guys, don't forget Dennis Prager's website, DennisPrager.com. You can go there to find all things Dennis Prager, including his columns. They come out and they're posted every Tuesday. Go to PragerTopia.com for uh, the show's podcast. And I believe you even get... Uh, some of Alan Estrin's, uh, Estrin's uh, uh, research for Dennis Prager uh, when you go there. So check that out. And don't forget, obviously, PragerU.com. 
five minute videos that are changing the world. And indeed they are guys. I would tell you, I, I don't care what, what age your kids are. I mean, there is something for your kids on Prager. You, I, I mean, virtually every age group, but I would encourage you to have your, especially when it comes to junior high. Actually, I would start them in elementary at this point, especially if your kids are gifted. I'm assuming if you would share with them Prager U. Yeah, I mean, you, you know how smart your kids are, all right? So share with them Prager U videos, and that, that'll serve as a reinforcement for not just your values, but helping them to gain knowledge of a whole plethora of, of different topics. So PragerU.com, get them prepared for if you do send them uh, to college, God forbid, I hope you find a, a college that actually loves uh, loves America. So uh, PragerTopia, PragerU.com, uh, make sure you check them out. And obviously, DennisPrager.com, uh, the number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. All right, let's go over a few more immigration things. I got an Ann Coulter column uh, that I'd also love to go through and a fabulous column that was written by a gentleman by the name of Brian T. Kennedy at American Mind that talks about warfare by immigration. Uh, And this is one of the reasons that I am talking to you and I will be talking to you about immigration because we are starting to import people that have no business being in the United States of America. And you can see them protesting and you've seen them protesting, not just on college campuses. You've seen them protesting in places like New York. And a lot of these fools need to straight up go bye bye. We need to kick them out of the country. Uh, They don't deserve to be in the United States. If they're foreigners, they don't deserve to be here and they should never be allowed to come back. If you're in the streets of the United States and you're a foreigner, if you're on a student visa and you're sitting here and you're pro-Palestine and you're protesting because you think you have First Amendment rights, you do not. You are not American. Take your happy butt back to wherever you came from and you should never be allowed to come back here. As far as I'm concerned, when you say you're pro-Palestine, you're pro-Hamas and you're a Despicable, evil human being. I hope I've made myself clear. An attack against Israel, it isn't just an attack on Israel. It is an attack on Western civilization. And I'm going to talk to you about that broader spectrum, about that broader picture, because that's what's really occurring. They're not just going for, they're not just coming for Israelis. They're not just coming for Jews. They're coming for you. You better recognize. Carl Jackson and for Dennis Prager, we'll be back in a few. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the great uh, Dennis Prager. The number to call into the program is 1-8-Prager-776 or 1-877-243-7776. Do not forget to check out DennisPrager.com for all things Dennis Prager. Also, PragerTopia, where you can check out the podcast uninterrupted. Also, you can check out the notes from uh, Alan Estrin or some of the show prep. PragerU.com, if you don't want your children brainwashed. I I, I suggest, and I'm dead serious, you start getting them uh, watching and this would be a good addiction, addicted to PragerU.com, five-minute videos that are changing the world. I guarantee you, remember that commercial, what was that commercial, Sean, where the guy used to say, I guarantee it. I guarantee that if you get, who was that? Ruffles, was that, well, I guarantee it, all right? 
So if you get your kids watching Prager U videos, I, I seriously believe that they will not be brainwashed. Now, obviously, that shouldn't be all that you do. Make sure that uh, you take them to uh, church and raise them right. Teach them about the precepts, uh, the principles that are outlaid in the Bible. I'm a Christian, so I would say teach them about Jesus Christ. I know, obviously, Dennis is a Jew. Uh, he would uh, he would tell you to uh, teach them about the Torah and the instructions in the uh, Torah, the five books of the uh, first five books of the Bible. But listen, I, I take them, take them to church, uh, teach them about Jesus. I mean, you, this is we live in a world full of good and evil. And there's a lot of people out there that are just lost, that are looking for purpose. And I believe there's a lot of people that are falling by the wayside as a result. Uh, so that is one of our missions. But anyway, PragerU.com, make sure you direct them to those videos. Again, the number to call in to the show, 1-8-Prager-776. 18772437776 you know this is random but i was reading a column the other day did you guys know that many of these electric vehicles would cost approximately in some of the larger ones $50,000 more were it not for all of the government subsidies they get from start to finish to make those cars not to mention the strip mining of lithium and cobalt and the slave labor in the Congo. Are, I, 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 it's absolutely insane. So if you're buying an electric vehicle, that's fine. Just understand that you are one of the people <laughs> that are actually destroy, destroying the planet. And you shouldn't be getting any favors for it. The electric vehicle should die, uh, live or die by its own merits. I can't stand electric vehicles. I have no problem with people that like them, you know, uh, to to each his own. Uh, But please, if you're driving them, believing that you're somehow saving the planet, uh, you're not. All right. Uh, They do much more damage to the environment uh, than your typical ice engine uh, vehicle. All right. Now, let me uh, let's see. Where do I want to go here? Again, the number to call in one eight Prager seven seven six one eight Prager seven seven six. Let me let me let me start here. All right. So Ann Coulter wrote a fabulous column last week. It called it's called Staple the Green Card to their uh, uh, to their kill the Jew signs. And she was talking about how uh, BLM representatives and sympathizers with Hamas and even in some in the U.S. Congress, uh, how they are sympathizing with these people. And how it's an absolute travesty to watch uh, these college students. You guys remember the groups at Harvard. I'll get into that shortly. I know Dennis has talked about that. But these groups at Harvard that that were literally in support of Hamas, given what had happened to Israel. I mean, you, the, the worst attack on Jews since the Holocaust, 10 to 12 times greater from what I understand than what we experienced at 9-11. And you've got these Harvard students in favor of it. I mean, it's absolutely insane. But what's even scarier is that there are a lot of foreigners that were involved in this. I'm going to talk to you about what's happening in London as well. Because London, in my opinion, in many parts of Europe, has probably come to a point where there's 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 no going back there's there's no turning back they've opened their their borders they've allowed all these islamic jihadists in now and, and, and these people are going to multiply uh they i mean they get their freak on like bunny rabbits uh they're going to multiply and they're going to overtake uh they're going to overtake europe that's what they do and if we allow the same to occur here shame on us 
You can call me Islamic folk. I don't give a flip. I don't believe the Sharia law. I don't believe that Islamism or Islamess or Islamism is compatible to the U.S. Constitution. I do not. I do not. Uh, and if you believe otherwise, um, well, go move to one of their countries and let's see how that works out for you. Uh, but uh, Ann Coulter writes, in the past few weeks, Muslims, Arabs and Arabs have poured into the streets in nearly every U.S. city to celebrate the slaughter of Israelis while wearing scarves, kafefes and other clown outfits, waving the flags of Palestine, Egypt, Algeria, Iraq, Lebanon, Morocco, Yemen, Turkey, Afghanistan, India, Pakistan, Nigeria and on and on. Um, she also says it's so obvious that these people don't belong here that the immediate reaction of a number of politicians was to demand that their visas be revoked. And I say amen to that. You should send them back. Guys, remember back in the 60s. Well, I don't. But let's go back to the 60s. Those of us that have read about it. Um, but even the anti-war protesters in the 60s, um, we, 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 we weren't trying to revoke their visas. Because they were American. At least they had some American ideas. She asked the question, why are we importing millions of people from lesser cultures who will inevitably despise and resent the West for its very success? This is a very important question. Why are we importing millions of people from lesser cultures who will inevitably despise and resent the West for its very success? Oh, Carl, you're so condescending. You're so arrogant. You're so pious. I mean, the idea that America is a superior culture, you're damn right it is. That is why we have issues with our border. That's why Americans and Europeans don't flock to Middle Eastern countries because our culture is better. It is simple. I don't give a damn how you feel about it. That is the truth. And everybody in the world knows it, except apparently for freaking Harvard students. It's insane. I, 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 this, this stuff drives me crazy. We are committing national suicide. Get armed and get ready. There's going to be a lot of idiots out there that are probably going to need your help. You can debate as to whether or not you want to help them. But this is this is insane. These people don't just hate us for our freedoms anymore. That's old school. Here's what Ann Coulter writes. People will brag about being gluttons, prideful, greedy, angry, lustful, and lazy. The only venal sin no one will cop. No one will cop to is envy. The truth of the matter is a lot of these places envy you because you're American. And you have the audacity, you have the audacity, some of you, to be complete ingrates. You know, some I used to sit and wish, God, why? Why was I born here in the United States? You know, I remember back in the day, uh, you know, my parents and a lot of parents would say, oh, there's children starving in Africa and Ethiopia, you know, and all that. Kind of, and I would feel so bad. But now, you know what? I'm like, man, I'm so grateful. You know what I can do? I can earn money here and I can support groups. And they don't have that issue as much anymore. But I can support groups that will help out people in those nations. That is the benefit of using and uh, living in the United States. We are a superior culture because of our Constitution, not because of our people, because of our laws, because of our ideas. And if you don't like these ideas, screw you. Leave the country. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. We'll be back. Carl Jackson M. for Dennis Prager. I guarantee. 
All right, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for uh, sitting in for Dennis Prager. A hat tip Daily Wire judge reinstates gag order against Trump uh, in the federal election case. Uh, so the judge presiding over special counsel Jack Smith's 2020 election case reinstated a gag order on the former president on Sunday night. U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin, a uh, political activist on the bench, in my opinion, an appointee of former President Barack Obama, lifted her temporary stay after Trump publicly took aim at Mark Meadows, uh, Trump's former White House chief of staff, uh, who is reportedly cooperating with the special counsel. As this court has explained, the First Amendment rights, this is uh, from Chutkin herself, as this court has explained, the First Amendment rights of uh, participants in criminal proceedings must yield when necessary uh, to the orderly administration of justice, uh, she says. Uh, she goes on to say, and I quote, in contrary to defendant's argument, the right to a fair trial is not his alone, but belongs also to the government and the public uh, Chuck and issued a narrow gag order against Trump earlier this month, restricting him from chastising prosecutors, court staff and potential witnesses. The judge temporarily lifted that gag order at the request of Trump's lawyer uh, while they pursued an appeal. But prosecutors soon urged her to reinstate the order, saying Trump went back uh, to the sort of, quote unquote, targeting it would prevent examples. The uh, filing cited an unmistakable and threatening message, quote unquote, on social media about Meadows possibly testifying in exchange for immunity against prosecution and comments he made about his former chief of staff to reporters in New York. Uh, Trump also called Smith, quote unquote, deranged. Uh, I see nothing wrong with that, frankly. Uh, Jack Smith is deranged. Uh, he's a lightweight uh, and he's a partisan hack. Uh, and and everybody knows it. That's why his uh, case against what was it? Uh, old. I believe it was O'Donnell of Virginia, uh, the governor of the other time, I mean, was dismissed uh, universally by the Supreme Court of the United or unanimously. I'm sorry, uh, by the Supreme Court of the United States. All right. So uh, that is that federal contractor urges DH, DHS uh, to ditch the term illegal immigrants. Uh, illegal immigrant says jihadists is racially charged. I say get rid of the federal con contractor uh, that is a complete and utter moron. Uh, that's what I would say. Uh, it, we are living in an upside-down world. Uh, the left, uh, listen, there's no doubt in my mind that the left wanted to, wanted to take us down a notch, and they're doing just that, the United States I'm speaking of. Uh, but a lot of these people are just ignoramuses that have lived based upon theory. Uh, they're they're cafeteria lounge, you know, uh, theorists uh, that have not really lived in uh, in the real world, a real world. And to the extent that they have, they've gone from privileged lifestyle to privileged lifestyle to privileged lifestyle, kind of lived in a bubble. I uh, don't know what it's like to get calluses on their hands or to uh, be amongst, you know, real working class Americans. Uh, it's absolutely insane, man. The flow, the phones have blown up. Uh, guys, the number to call in one eight Prager seven seven six. We'll get to as many of your calls as possible. Uh, so please stay there. Be patient with me. I promise I'll get to as many as possible. Let me just finish up through this and then uh, this column about uh, that Ann Coulter right. I want to make sure that I get into the Second Amendment and also the greater threat, which is this warfare uh, by immigration uh, that is taking place. And again, we're looking for this big. I don't know this big terrorist attack to occur in the United States. And sadly, 
Uh, I, I'm not hoping for it, but but I do believe that it's inevitable just based upon our open borders and the policies uh, that uh, uh, the policies that are espoused from the White House. Uh, so I, I just believe that that is inevitable. So I would say uh, that you should be aware, be alert, be on your guard. Don't be paranoid. I mean, live your life, no doubt about it. Uh, but just don't have the mentality that what occurred in Israel can't occur here, especially, especially since we have an administration that is literally importing Islamists into the United States of America. They did that with Afghanistan. Literally 70,000 people that they did not vet they brought into the United States while they left Americans behind. It's astounding. It's amazing how we don't hear much about the American hostages from Joe Biden, isn't it? The American hostages in Gaza. It's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing where we're at. All right. Now, uh, some of you voted for that. You can repent in 2024. uh, And I hope that you do. All right. So. Uh, again, Anne was basically saying, I mean, hating us just for our freedoms is old school. Uh, now people, uh, they, they, they will brag about being anything in the United States, prideful, gluttons, you name it. Uh, but envy is what they won't cop to. And she's so right. Uh, recall the open letter from the 33 Harvard student groups blaming Israelis for their own slaughter. She mentions in addition to about a dozen Muslim and Arab groups, the letter was signed by clubs for immigrants from various uh, locales notable for their high levels of corruption. Uh, Bangladesh, Nepal, uh, Bengal and South Asia. Uh, she writes, uh, we didn't have to worry about these. Uh, uh, she says, you think Harvard had a problem with the Bengali Association of Students before the 1965 Immigration Act? No, uh, it, it, <laughs> that 1965 Immigration Act has worked to destroy America. Again, I believe that we need to put a moratorium uh, on that act. I'm going to find for you. I'm going to have to search for him. I'm sorry. I looked him up much earlier, but I'm going to have to find for you some quotes uh, for uh, from. Oh, here. Here it is. Here it is. And callers, I promise you, I will get to uh, uh, I will get to you to you as soon as possible. All right. So here's what the the um, the liberal liar Uh, of the Senate said at the time, uh, Ted Kennedy. He said, the bill would not flood, and I'm talking about the Immigration and Naturalization Act of 1965. Again, here's what the liberal liar had to say. Uh, The bill will not flood our cities with immigrants, uh, close quote. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. He told the Senate during debate, he said, uh, quote, it will not upset the ethnic mix of our society. It will not relax the standards of admission. It will not cause American workers to lose their jobs. Uh, close quote. The sentiment was echoed by Lyndon B. Johnson, who, upon signing uh, the act on October 3rd, 1965, said the bill would not be revolutionary. He said, quote, it does not affect the lives of millions. It will not reshape the structure of our daily lives or add importantly to either our wealth or our power. Uh, Close quote. Yeah. Yeah. They lied. They lied. Uh, They lied (laughs) because that's what Democrats do. That's what Democrats do. They lie. Uh, and that that act destroyed, helped to destroy America. And we've been fighting back against that ever since. I know that America has had its has had its moments in time. I know that we haven't always been or lived up to our 
uh, our promises or our potential. But you know the benefit of living in the United States of America compared to anywhere else in the United States of uh, compared to anywhere else in the world. I want you to think about this. And my wife reminded me, you need to say this more. When you say this, it makes sense. Our Constitution. Think about this. Our social compact that is the United States Constitution. It is the only document ever invented among men that allows for an amendment process that says, you know what? We screwed up. We want to get this right before God and we want to get this right with our citizenry. No other nation does that. We'll be back. When it comes to your family's health, proactivity is key. With the world becoming increasingly unpredictable, you can't afford to take chances when it comes to your health. Introducing the Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit, the gold standard solution for your peace of mind. Inside, you'll find eight critical medications like ivermectin, amoxicillin, z and more, accompanied by a comprehensive and easy-to-follow guidebook empowering you to take back control of your health. From tick bites to COVID to extreme bioterror events, you're covered at any time. The Wellness Company's chief medical board is made up of none other than Dr. Drew Pinsky, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Harvey Risch, and more truth-telling doctors who are committed to building a parallel healthcare system. This medical emergency kit will be your lifeline. Visit twc.health/prager. Use the promo code Prager for an exclusive 10% discount. Secure your family's health today with the Wellness Company's medical emergency kit. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the great Dennis Prager. I'll just say, listen, I love Dennis Prager. I love his wife, Sue. Uh, I pray for uh, I pray for their their safety, frankly. Um, and uh, listen, I'll, I'll I'll be blunt. I, I hope they're armed. <laughs> I, I'm some of the I've been listening to a lot of these X spaces lately, and thanks to David Pollock right here at AM nine fifty, the answer. Great programming here. The American Adversaries, Matt. Uh, Matt Buff, Charles Hart, Ray, Roger Franklin Williams, The Answer, Orlando.com, uh, plenty of uh, Dr. Ken Behek, lots of great shows, lots of great uh, great programming. But some of the stuff that I've he- heard on some of these X spaces has been amazing, and some of it just downright evil. I mean, I've heard some of the propagandists uh, for Hamas and Hezbollah, uh, basically, on some of these uh, some of these X spaces. It, it, it's, it's insane. It's insane. Uh, and there are there is no one more prosec- uh, persecuted in the United States uh, than Jewish people. I mean, it's just uh, black people. You can breathe a sigh of relief. You black liberals, you can you can breathe a sigh of relief. Uh, the people that are uh, that are uh, that the left, or I should say that the uh, jihadists are really going after, or or Jewish people. And uh, sadly, I feel like this is coming here. So anyway, I want to thank Dennis Prager for allowing me to sit behind. Uh, his microphone. I know that he's a uh, a brave man, but uh, given what's happening in the country, I do hope he's armed. I, I'll, I'll be I'll be completely blunt uh, with you. Sean McConnell's in my ear. Lou's got my back. Right here at AM nine fifty. Uh, the answer Orlando dot com. Uh, Alan Estrin, thank you so much for inviting me to come back on the program. Uh, and Tony's on the lines, and great job, Tony. I know you've been handling a lot. Uh, callers, I will get back to you shortly. Thomas, Betty, Nancy, and Vincent, 
Uh, you are next, so I will get to you. Actually, I will be going to Betty first. Uh, she's been waiting the longest, I believe, so I want to make sure that I get to her first. So we'll be we'll be coming to her. Just a little history of this immigration uh uh, this Immigration Act of 1965. And you can go to history.com. You can go to different places to read about it. Uh, quite frankly, it's sad to say, but history.com has a more woke version uh, of it. It's just true. Uh, but the, uh, at the time, again, you had the liberal liar of the Senate, Ted Kennedy, say uh, the bill would not flood our cities with immigrants. Uh, it will not upset the ethnic mix of our society. It will not relax the standards of admission. It will not cause American workers to lose their jobs, quote unquote. Uh, the sentiment was also echoed by then President Lyndon B. Johnson, who signed the act on uh, into law on October 3rd, 1965, said the bill would not be revolutionary. Again, he said, quote, it does not affect the lives of millions. It will not reshape the structure of our daily lives, or add importantly to either our wealth or our power, uh, close quote. Uh, but the act, also known as the Hart Seller Act, uh, after its sponsors, uh, Senator Philip Hart, a Democrat from Michigan, also Representative Emanuel Seller, a Democrat from New York, put an end to longstanding national origin quotas that favored those from Northern and Western Europe. And it led to a significant immigration demographic shift in America uh, since the act was passed. According to Pew Research, immigrants living in America have more than quadrupled, now accounting for approximately 14 percent of the population. This is as of 2019. In 1960, Pew notes 84 percent of U.S. immigrants were born in Europe or Canada. Six percent were from Mexico. Three point eight percent were from South and East Asia. Three and a half percent were from Latin America. Two point seven percent were from other parts of the world. However, in 2017, European and Canadian immigrants totaled 13.2%, while Mexicans totaled 25.3%. Other Latin Americans totaled 25.1%. Asians totaled 27.4%. And other populations totaled 9%. And guys, the bigger issue here isn't, isn't race or ethnicity per se, but it's ideas. What are you bringing into the country? What belief systems are you bringing into the United States of America? And I really do believe uh, that those belief systems need to be vetted. I'm sorry, Sharia law is not compatible with the U.S. Constitution. Adios. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Uh, you're a communist. You're a Marxist. We've already got enough in this country already that unfortunately are legal citizens. So we have to keep those fools. Uh, but you, we don't have to. And we shouldn't. And we can't have Republicans that are scared to say just that. Maybe you have to do it in a way in which it's not as mean sounding, uh, for lack of better words here. But uh, but it has to be done. We cannot allow what's happening on this border uh, to continue. And it's going to continue, sadly, at least through 2024. But there needs to be an immediate stop to it. And again, I would prefer a moratorium in the first hour uh, I offered some other ideas, that things that should and could happen, some immigration reform, uh, if you will. Uh, but I would prefer a moratorium of seven to 10 years while we work through this and while we deport as many people that came into this country illegally as possible. And we won't get all of them. And I, quite frankly, I'm not even sure that we would have the political will. Many on the Republican side, I don't care how conservative they claim to be. I, I'm, I'm just not convinced of it. I haven't seen it, but it has to happen. 
It is a necess- it's a necessity. Otherwise, we're going to be looking like London, where you have hundreds of thousands of people protesting in the freaking st- streets. These people are multiplying like jackrabbits, and eventually it's going to be lost. The U.K. is going to be lost. I, I-, I mean, it's... it's almost over said and done. I don't want that to happen uh, to the United States of America. But if we are ashamed of our ideas and then we bring in people or import people that hate our ideas, the country won't last long. It's really that simple. It's really that simple. Let me do this real quick. Let me go to Betty. Betty has been waiting patiently. Betty is in St. Petersburg. Betty, welcome to the Dennis Prager show. You've got the mic. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I just wanted to first say thank you for what you said a while ago about bringing up children to know the Lord Jesus and to take them to church. That's probably the best advice anybody could give. And I totally agree with you about our laws aren't based on Sharia law or don't have anything to do with Sharia law and hopefully never will because our laws, our country was based on Judeo-Christian laws and the God of the Bible. And uh, I think what we're seeing is a spiritual vacuum in this country because people have turned away from God. And so because of that vacuum we have, evil is permeating our culture. So the solution is to get back to God, but the true God of the Bible and the, and, and the, way, and the Ten Commandments and what the Bible teaches. And then I just want to say, too, I just wanted to add the Bible in Second Chronicles 7.14 says, if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. And I think that's advice that we need to take today. We need to return to God. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Betty. I appreciate you being out there. Uh, and she is absolutely right. And for those of you that are offended, if you're atheist or agnostic, um, you can go to places uh, like Gaza, <laughs> see how they feel about you. I, I, I mean, if you're atheist, agnostic, uh, that's fine. Uh, I get it. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, the Judeo-Christian value system allows people to think freely here in the United States. We are not a theocracy like you see in the Middle East. Uh, so I would say you're welcome. Uh, you know, uh, you 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 get to worship or not worship freely in the United States of America. And that is under attack. That is really under attack. Uh, and a lot of it has to do, sadly, uh, sadly, with uh, with with leftism uh, and the Democrat Party as it exists today. Uh, Thomas, Nancy and Benson, I will get to you shortly here. Uh, guys, if you'll just let me know who's been waiting the longest, and if you want to call in to the show, 1-8-Prager-776, uh, 1-8-Prager-776. I want to get to this because it's really, really important, uh, and that uh, that's uh, – okay, thank you. And that's uh, the second, uh, second Amendment. So, Nancy, you will be next. Nancy from Philadelphia. I just want to at least start off talking about this because you had VP Kamala Harris in a knee-jerk response to uh, the main shooter – 
uh, last week, and I shouldn't say main shooter, the the mass murderer Robert Card had an extensive history uh, of mental illness, and it's weird. It is so weird. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it is really weird how people like this keep slipping through the cracks when there's plenty of information uh, to stop them uh, before they commit a mass murdering situation uh, like Robert Carr did in Maine. And they ended up finding his uh, body apparently by a suicide at his workplace. They had searched it a couple times before. Uh, so I don't know if he wasn't there or what, but they finally found him there deceased. Uh, but anyway, you had VP Harris that gave a knee-jerk response to the mass murderer that used that gun in Maine to shoot and kill 18 people last week. Uh, and what she did was praise the gun bans in Australia. I want to tell you why this is a complete and utter lie and the gun bans never worked in Australia. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the great Dennis Prager. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. I'm sorry, I'm just checking stuff online here. Sadly, uh, the girl, uh, Shawnee, I believe Luke, uh, the uh, uh, she was the tattoo artist whose body, sadly, was uh, seen in the pickup truck with her legs broken. And uh, obviously, there were things done to her. Uh, anyway, they, they found a portion of her her body, a bone that connects the upper torso uh, and the skull. So uh, so uh, the uh, IDF have come to the conclusion and the medical examiners that she's gone. I had I had heard a little while ago um, when I was on an X space uh, with some uh, some people uh, upper echelons, I, I guess, of, uh, of Israel that they uh, suspected that was the case. Uh, they've got confirmation. Apparently, they found a bone uh, that uh, connects the the uh, and I'm sorry to be so graphic, uh, but I, I do think that we can't turn away from this evil. We need to know who uh, these Islamic jihadists are, uh, these people that are actually in, in, in the bigger scheme of things. I'll get to that shortly. Uh, that are useful uh, idiots, I believe, for uh, for China. And right now, the the war is Israel and Iran. I do believe that Hamas and Hezbollah, uh, which sadly the United States government continues to form, the Lebanese Armed Forces, that needs to stop today. The Lebanese Armed Forces are Hezbollah. Uh, why we're contributing to the demise of our biggest ally in the Middle East is beyond me because they are coming for every single one of us. I've been going through these how to survive a terrorist attack. I'll try to get to some of this very short period of time. Uh, one of the things, some a terror attack in many cases will be unavoidable. Uh, sadly, there won't be much you will be able to do. That's why it's so important that the first thing you do is just to always be aware of your surroundings. Uh, it says this, the attack will likely happen when least expected. Most of the time on a seemingly normal day, many people will be wounded or die very quickly. Chaos will reign for several days, if not longer. Schools, restaurants, stores etc. will simply shut down. Law enforcement and military units will likely swarm the city. Entire streets will be closed off and sections of the city shut. Uh, city shut will be shut down. Many buildings will be set ablaze or possibly even collapse. No, I'm not talking about the BLM riots of 2020, by the way. The recovery period will be long and brutal. It will take months for things to return to uh, normal. It does sound like the BLM riots, doesn't it? Uh, 
Look no further than a state of emergency announced by France in the aftermath of the November terrorist attacks. Your city following the aftermath will be permanently scarred. You, your family, and your neighbors will live in fear that your city will be attacked again in the future. If you're nearby when the attack happens, you may contract PTSD. I'll go over, I'll try to just pepper in throughout the remainder of the show uh, some of the things that uh, you will need to do to survive a terrorist attack, but I encourage you to Google this. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, and I never thought honestly a couple of years ago that I would even be talking like this on radio, let alone national radio. Uh, but I do believe that we're under real threat and we need to uh, we, we need to make sure that we're paying attention uh, to our surroundings, because let's face it, guys, we don't know who the heck we're letting into the United States or who Joe Biden is letting into the United States at this point in time. It's just it's just a scary throat uh, uh, thought. And again, I'll go I'll be going to you shortly here. Callers, Nancy will be going to you next here uh, again. VP Harris uh, had a knee jerk reaction after this mass shooting uh, in Maine. And here's what she had to say. Gun violence has terrorized and traumatized so many of our communities in this country. Uh, she said this was last Thursday. And let us be clear, does not have to be this way, as our friends in Australia have demonstrated. And what the uh, vice president was referring to is a series of what they call gun buyback programs in the uh, in Australia. The regulations followed a 1996 firearms massacre in Tasmania where 35 people died and uh, they began with the National Firearms Agreement of 1996 that declared semi-automatic weapons illegal and prompted the surrender of close to 650,000 firearms. So what you'll hear oftentimes are people on the left say gun buybacks work or gun confiscation works. Uh, gun control works. All you have to do is look at places uh, like Australia. And I can even say here, I live in Orlando. Orlando is more liberal than many parts of Florida. Uh, and they've offered, you know, sneakers for uh, sneakers for guns. You know, they'll give people gift cards. And, and it's the dumbest. It's the dumbest thing ever because the sheriff's office uh, in Orange County will pretend like they're doing some great service to the community. Uh, you know, you know who's coming up to give their guns away. It's usually uh, uh, elderly people or, you know, maybe some soft hearted, big glass heart liberal uh, that thinks they're doing a service by returning or giving back this gun that they purchased or saw on, et cetera. Uh, and basically it's law abiding citizens that are straight up useful idiots that want to feel good about themselves. Now they just have to go away from these buyback programs, hoping they won't get carjacked. It's the dumbest thing ever. And the, it, the sheriff's office, in my opinion, should be ashamed of themselves because they're not doing jack squat. Now, I understand guns are stolen. I, I, I get that. Criminals steal guns, so on, et cetera. Uh, you can lock your gun up. You can keep your gun holstered and on you as a concealed weapons carrier where that is not a major issue. But I'm sorry to tell you, sheriff's office, you're doing no favors to society by taking guns along law-abiding citizens. Pat yourselves on the back all you want to. It ain't stopping crime. And you know it. It's a total joke. It's a total joke. It's a total buy-in. It's absolutely insane. Or since then, Australia uh, nation has tightly restricted this since 1996. Their gun buyback has restricted gun ownership, had to, to, the, to the Daily Signal, and continued buyback legally owned guns and confiscate illegally owned firearms. But the measures have not been very effective at all at reducing the number of legally held firearms in the nation. 
I want to get to that after the break. But before we get to the break, I want to give Nancy some time. Nancy, we only have a minute. I won't have time to explain this. I'm going to go to your call. Nancy has been waiting patiently in Philadelphia. Nancy, thank you so much. You've got the mic. Uh Uh-oh. Nancy, are you there? All right. We'll we'll wait. Go ahead, Nancy. Thank you, Carl. Um, and And I don't thank Joe Biden, the head of what I call Traitors Anonymous. Um, you know, you have you have to know that all Christians are also on the list to be viciously slaughtered by the Islamists and their supporters. So I don't know if I missed it, but are you able to address um, what the leaders of the various Christian churches are saying or doing about the blatant hate, anti-Semitism, anti-Americanism being conducted here and abroad? Listen, and Nancy, this is such a great point. I've got to tell you that I've been woefully, woefully uh, disappointed. Uh, You saw that. You heard that big word, Sean. I've been woefully disappointed in the uh, the Christian church, the way that uh, we acquiesce to COVID lockdowns. And and sadly, I don't feel like there are enough leaders uh, in Christian ministry that are speaking up against this. Um, It saddens me. Uh, but but this is where we're at. Find a good Bible-believing church that's able to connect the dots between what's happening in the world uh, and connect the dots in the Bible. This is going to be absolutely crucial. It's why I enjoy men's groups like Frank Sontag, uh, Kingdom uh, Men's Gathering. Uh, we're going to have to look for people like that and great pastors. There's still some that exist. You just got to find them. All right, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. I was just reading through this column uh, really quickly on Breitbart how the police in Maine had alerted in mid-September that the Maine murderer uh, could snap. Uh, So uh, they got an alert, actually, the police did, from the National Guard saying this dude could snap. Um, He's going to be, in their opinion, a mass shooter. And for some reason, this didn't trigger what's called the yellow flag laws uh, in in Maine, which allows police uh, to petition for temporary confiscation of a person's firearms. So it's just the story just gets weirder and weirder. I mean, the guy was involuntarily hospitalized for a couple of weeks in the summer. Uh, This I don't know. It, this makes no sense to me. I, I guess incompetence. It, this doesn't make any sense to me. Another report from the IDF. Apparently, uh, praise God, one of their soldiers was rescued. Uh, it was rescued earlier. Uh, and this is a female soldier, uh, Private Ori uh, Migadish, uh, who had been at an observation post that was attacked by Hamas terrorists on the 7th. So she has been uh, rescued apparently, so I'm thankful. Uh, thankful to hear. Thankful to hear that. Um, any good news out of there is amazing. Trump ballot disqualification trial begins in Colorado. Uh, so real questions if the Constitution disqualifies Trump from the presidency. And again, you know this is what the left is salivating to do. Uh, this is what they want to do. 
Also, uh, Attorney General Ken Paxton in Texas has had a victory really quickly after being reinstated as the attorney general as the establishment uh, uh, perpetuated this hit job on him. He got a victory when it comes to uh, Joe Biden cutting down fences uh, that Texas puts up, these barbed wire fences, uh, to protect their state from illegal uh, immigrants coming in to uh, coming into the country. All right, uh, let me uh, let me do this real quick because I want to go on with this. Let's go. Let's go to Vincent. If Vincent and Thomas, you guys have been waiting a long time. I want to make sure I take your calls real quick uh, before I move on. If you could be quick with your calls, I would appreciate it. Vincent, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You got the mic. Hey, hey, Carl. I just want to hey. say to everyone: uh, America was not created with cowardice, and it cannot remain with cowardice. And a lot of what you're talking about is the bottom line to all this is the lack of courage. To me, the 2020 fraud election is the root of most of this chaos, people dying in Ukraine on open borders, Israel, and and uh, cowardice from our government, media, uh, courts uh, have caused this to balloon into a much worse situation if they have stood up at the right time. Yeah, I'm afraid that, uh, listen, if you would have told me that America could sink this low this quickly, um, I would have said you're wrong, but I was wrong. Let's go to Thomas. Thank you, Vincent. Let's go to Thomas. Thomas is in Mountain Lake, Virginia. Thomas, welcome uh, to the Dennis Prager Show. You've got the mic. Well, thank you, Carl. I really appreciate all you're doing. Um, uh, you uh, You have passion with truth, so thank you so much for doing. Thank you. I wanted to... um I wanted to address a question that someone asked you last hour or so uh, about the uh, free exercise, you know, prohibiting the free exercise thereof, right? And so I think you actually know the answer, but the answer, I'm a student of, of the Constitution, and the answer is in the context, okay? So in order, you know, for our Constitution to come into force, we had to have that Declaration of Independence, correct? Sure. So the Declaration of Independence says we hold these truths that all men are created equal, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if there is a religion that doesn't adhere to those constitutional privilege, uh, principles, then that religion uh, can be prohibited because it's not really religion. You know, listen, it, 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 is, a, it is a fair argument, uh, and it, it, makes sense. it makes sense to me. Uh, and again, it's something that I'm going to I'm going to study uh, more deeply. I want to see if there's something that the founders said specifically to address it. But I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. OK, thank you. Carl. All right. OK, so now listen. Uh, all right. So this Harris, this uh, this main this main shooting and all this kind of stuff, the Australian gun back buyback program. Let me just give you uh, some stats. All right. So the number of gun-owning households in Australia actually did decrease after the gun buyback program or gun confiscation program by half, all right? But 27 years later, the number of guns owned by Australians almost doubled. It does not work. It didn't work. Oh, and by the way, more guns and there's less crime. We'll talk about that when we get back. Carl Jackson in for Dennis Prager. All right, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for Dennis Prager. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776, as we enter the last stretch. And what I'm going to do, actually, is I'm, I'll just tweet out, so please follow me on uh, Twitter or X now. 
uh, formerly known as Twitter, uh, at Carl Jackson Show or at The Carl Jackson Show. You can find me on all things social media. That is Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you name it. Uh, I would appreciate the follow so much. Uh, so you can check it out there. I'll make sure that I uh, exit out uh, after the program. Uh, so because I just won't have time to get to it, I'm going to combine a couple of stories. And I was chatting back and forth with Dennis, uh, uh, actually Nostra Dennis, of the American Adversaries on this gun issue. Um, he says this rash of shootings, in my opinion, was permitted and coordinated. I know I'm crazy. Uh, they'd never go that far for power. Uh, right. Uh, he asked the question and Nostra Dennis is our official conspiracy theorist uh, at the station. But listen, this stuff is absolutely crazy. It's bonkers. Uh, in my opinion, he thinks the family should sue uh, since the state didn't follow up on uh, things that they should have done. I'm not a fan of red flag law laws, yellow flag laws, which really sound the same to me as red flag laws. It seems to me there's there's typically people that should be institutionalized or make threats along the way where you could legitimately hospitalize them or jail them. And this didn't appear to happen even with the yellow flag laws in place. Now, uh, just real quickly, because I do want to get to the warfare by immigration still have not gotten to that. Uh, but uh, let me let me just wrap this up with Kamala Harris. And uh, the reason why the left wants to focus on these uh, these mass shootings. And by the way, they don't have the moral authority uh, to tell you to disarm yourself. Uh, these are people that are so concerned about murder uh, that they're pro-choice. I mean, up until the point of birth in many cases. Uh, these are the very people whose crime rates and murder rates in their blue cities uh, the media won't even talk about. What about Chicago? You don't even hear the media talking about Chicago. They virtually have a mass shooting nearly every freaking weekend, and the media doesn't talk about it. It's only the stories like this that will fit their narrative where they're like, oh, my God, you know, we got to we, we gotta do something about guns, but not when the vast majorities of vast majority of murders of murders are happening in their cities and by the way even when Kamala Harris talked about violence and gun violence quote unquote as if a gun an inanimate object could just jump off of a shelf and kill people uh, what she fails to talk about when it comes to uh, the numbers of young people that are being uh, that are being killed it's it's crime in blue cities and that's uh, the left aren't doing anything, sadly. They aren't uh, strict enough on crime. They aren't locking people up uh, when they commit crimes with guns uh, to the extent that they should. And it's absolutely insane. But going back to this buy, uh, this gun buyback stuff, this stuff absolutely doesn't work. And you've heard that uh, Australia has been safer when it comes to uh, when it comes to mass shootings. That's the, that's the argument that the left always makes. And it's because of their gun buyback program or gun confiscation program. But what these people fail to realize is that, yes, half the citizens gave back their guns. The other half bought even more. So the number of guns in Australia have actually doubled. And the crime has not increased when it comes to gun violence. The stuff just doesn't work. These people just, they, they, they just say stuff because they don't expect you to go back uh, and do the research. And by the way, as mentioned in this uh, column by uh, the Daily Signal, there is approximately anywhere from 500,000 to 3 million good gun stop self-defense uses annually. But think about that. 500,000 to 3 million 
gun stops every year where a law-abiding citizen either brandishes a gun or, or even a police officer uses a gun to stop a crime. But those never get talked about because you would have to talk about them on the news incessantly. So, people, uh, you are more than likely to run into a criminal and you'll have an opportunity to defend yourself if you have a firearm. And you should be trained. You should be licensed. Yada, yada, yada. All of that good stuff. But you should be armed. And you should make sure that you practice your Second Amendment right. That is a... a that is a God-given, that is a God-given gift, all right? Your ability to be able to defend yourself however possible, as efficiently as possible. And it's why I like the Second Amendment. Make sure you make sure you protect it. And even if you say, Carl, I don't want a gun, I don't want anything to do with a gun, that's fine. You make sure you stand up for the Second Amendment regardless. All right, now, let me move on to this. American Mind. Had tip, warfare by immigration. Let me just read you the summary. During the Cold War, when America and the West took their national survival more seriously, uh, the columnist writes, a key part of the Soviet Union's global terrorist network was the PLO. The PLO and or the Palestinian Liberation Organization, uh, for those of you that are not familiar with the PLO acronym, and various offshoots were supported in their efforts by their Islamic allies. He uh, writes, uh, in Libya, under Muammar Gaddafi, uh, the Red Brigades in Italy, the Sandinista National Front in Nicaragua, uh, Badir Meinhof Group in West Germany, and the provision, Provisional Irish Republican Army in Northern Ireland, he writes. Even Communist China, though not the superpower it is today, he says, supplied the Palestinians with military equipment and logistical support. Such was the unity of the communist world and its allies. But now he flips the script. Now the roles have flipped between China and Russia. Now the CCP is the chief organizer of, of, uh, of this uh, communist wave, if you will. Xi Jinping has positioned uh, communist China as an enemy of the U.S. He also declared a people's war against the U.S. in 2019, and he seeks to marginalize and demoralize anyone who stands with the United States and against China's march toward global domination. China needs the Islamic jihadists to help take down the West. So even though I believe what you're seeing occur in the Middle East is a war against Israel and Iran. All right. Hamas and Hezbollah are just proxies. But what you're witnessing is a war against Israel and Iran. But this is a war that China wants. China support today of Hamas, Hezbollah and the Islamic uh, Republic of Iran demonstrates their role as leader of a global communist movement allied with the Islamic world, which seeks to destroy America and the West. Guys, I stand with Israel. And part of the reason that I stand with Israel is because I stand with Western civilization. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for Dennis Prager. Guys, again, uh, DennisPrager.com, where you can go to the show's website. Uh, PragerTopia.com, where you can get the show's podcast uninterrupted. Uh, also, PragerU.com, five-minute videos uh, that are changing the world. Please get your kids addicted in a good way to Prager U uh, videos. I, I think it'll do them some good. And frankly, in the long run, I believe it'll do the world some good. But this 
Uh, going back to this columnist that wrote for American Mind, and basically we're watching this warfare uh, by immigration that's taking place, and it's taking place right here in the United States against our borders. And make no mistake about it, although we're seeing this fight between Israel and Iran with the proxies being Hamas and Hezbollah, uh, make no mistake that the left wants to bring, I'm sorry, that China wants to bring that fight here uh, to the United States. And all of these useful idiots on college campuses uh, will potentially be the victims of such crimes uh, if they were uh, or terrorist attacks if they were to occur here. Again, he writes, China's support today of Hamas, Hezbollah, and the Islamic uh, Republic of Iran demonstrates their role as a leader, as leader of a global communist movement allied with the Islamic world, again, which seeks to destroy America and the West. They have little reason to doubt that they are winning. Why? Because in London, uh, 100,000 protesters, most of them Muslim immigrants, defended the attack by Hamas on Israel on Israel, American cities have seen similar displays. Uh, guys, if people will go out and protest for Hamas, for a terrorist organization, you don't think eventually these people will grow uh, to do that. You have to be so depraved in the in, in the first place to go out and wave signs and flags and say you're pro-Palestinian, uh, which is uh, which is basically you're pro-Hamas. Uh, it's it's only in my opinion, it's a hop, skip, and a jump. Uh, to if you believe that stuff, acting on that. Again, an attack on Israel is an attack against the West. The columnist writes, terrorist campaigns to destroy Israel were useful uh, to animate certain parts of the Islamic world on behalf of the protracted war the communists were waging against human freedom. These were once well understood features of the ideological and political war uh, between the Soviet Union and the United States, but they've been forgotten. The West presented uh, to the world an intellectual defense of freedom of the mind, freedom of religion, and the freedom of peoples to determine how they would govern themselves. It represented man's highest aspirations. It is the thing for which men crossed oceans. It, it, It was a thing for which men fought and died. Most Americans still hold these uh, beliefs, but they're being rejected by the elites that are running our country, namely and sadly on a lot of these college and university campuses, even in corporations and dare I say uh, the deep state. But during the Cold War, neither Russia nor China could fathom that we, the United States of America, would literally open our borders up and allow them to attack us so easily. Guys, Call your congressmen, call your senators. This is an issue that must be addressed. The war by immigration, warfare by immigration. Until next time, don't grow worried, doing good. God bless you. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, Become a member of Pragertopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at Pragertopia.com. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525.